Welcome to the show. This is Minister Ginger London. I am so excited that you are joining us on this evening. We have a very special guest on tonight. As you know, throughout the month of March, we have been celebrating National Women's History Month. And we have been interviewing some women authors, women entrepreneurs, women who are in ministry, uh, just women in different uh, places in life um, on their journey of uh, fulfilling their assignment. And so, well, tonight we're going to culminate with the last show in this series. And our special guest tonight is Shashina Gibbs of Real Real Sisters Rising. Um, And I'm excited about um, what she's doing and excited to have met her. And so we're going to open up this show with prayer, and then we're going to get right into it, introduce her a little bit, and then we're going to bring her on and let her tell us a little bit about herself, give us her testimony, and then we'll get right into interviewing her. She has some wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful organization. So if you know a female or who is um, an aspiring entrepreneur or who is an entrepreneur and uh, needs some encouragement, some help, uh, I want you to encourage you to please contact them and get that person on, uh, give them the phone number to call in to listen by phone or email them the link so that they can listen um, through their Internet um, on the computer. But this is the night uh, for sure for women who are in business. Um, and so if you know someone who's been tossing around that idea about starting a, a business, well, this is the show that um, uh, she needs to hear. So please uh, contact that person, and we're going to be on for a good hour maybe. And uh, it'll, if not, if they can't make the show, there will always be the replay. Um, they can come back to the show page and hear later. So let's open up um, in uh, with prayer. And also on tonight's show, during tonight's show, we're going to do a special teaching called Created for Greatness. And uh, it's a teaching that I did a few years ago. I'm going to do it for you on on Block Talk Radio Show, and it's about the creation of woman and what God intended and the greatness that He attached to her life and her assignment. And, uh, and so I know you're going to be blessed um, by that. So let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you on this evening. We just honor you on tonight, dear God, and we pray, Father God, that everyone who's listening, uh, male or female, Father God, would have ears to hear what's going to be said on the show tonight. We pray for every word that I speak and Shana might speak, Lord God, that um, these words will be on assignment. And I thank you for her life. I thank you for her business and what she's doing, and I pray that you would rain down blessings upon her. Father God, I pray from this show that she would receive even more business, that women will contact her uh, for her services, Lord God, and that she will be able to provide whatever they need. I thank you for prosperity. 
prosperity on her life, Father God, as her faithfulness, as a reward to her faithfulness of coming on this show tonight and sharing her heart, sharing her uh, vision, and sharing nuggets with those who will be listening on tonight. I decrease, Holy Spirit, as you increase. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Once again, thank Amen. you so much uh, for joining the show on tonight. I'm excited. Uh, the title of this show is show is Real Sisters Rising, uh, Created for Greatness. And again, we are celebrating. We're coming to the end of celebrating our, uh, National Women's History Month. And all of the women that I've interviewed this month, uh, they are making history with their books, with their businesses, in their homes. They are making history. And tonight, we have a history maker that's joining us on tonight. So Sheena Gibbs, she is the founder and CEO of Real Sisters Rising. And Real Sisters Rising is a national networking organization for women entrepreneurs. It is a membership-based organization offering members networking opportunities, business education, and a sisterhood that lasts a lifetime. Um, she is a sought-after speaker, and uh, she's a networking guru. She is known for helping women find the diamond in their destiny. And she speaks throughout the U.S. at various events and at her at her organization's chapter meetings. And so I want you to welcome along with me uh, Shashina Gibbs. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you, Minister Glendon? I am good. I'm, good. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. All right, you are welcome. I I am excited that you're on. I'm excited to meet you. I, I looking over your website and reading your bio and seeing what's going on in your organization. Organization. I'm really really excited. I am. I'm excited about what you're doing, but I am even more excited, uh, if you will, because you are an African American woman that is striving for excellence, and you're helping other women do the same thing. And I am just really excited about that. We see, you know, other uh, women uh, in the marketing business and uh, helping other women entrepreneurs. And we do have quite a few African-American women that are doing what you're doing, but they're not to the forefront as you are. And so I'm excited. So just maybe if they lis- they're listening tonight by phone or or through internet, they may be, or if they listen to the replay, they may be encouraged to step up to the plate or step out, not to the plate, let me not say this, to launch out even more, to become more noticeable and to become more uh, effective and to reach out to help others more. If that's what your assignment is, sometimes we can be encouraged by hearing other people uh, who are, uh, their testimonies, who are doing the same thing that God has assigned us to do. And so I'm excited about you. So welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your testimony and um, and we'll go well, from there. Thank you again. Uh, mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a business owner. Just didn't know how, basically. Um, most of, excuse me, Christina, but most of the members of my family have, have businesses, so I watch more so entrepreneurs than I watch um, family members who were going to work. So that was was that was 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 in me. Excuse me again. Mm-hmm. To see entrepreneurs building businesses, car dealerships in the music industry, hair salons, and you know that type of you know lifestyle I had. Yeah. Although you know I did have my issues, my struggles. You know I um. I was raised in a foster home for many years, and I was molested, neglected. I had these things going on in my life also, but I got through them. When I got older, I was able to understand what was going on, and I dealt with those issues. 
but I didn't let them stop me from doing what I wanted to do, which at the time I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. It took some research, and I just knew working for somebody wasn't for me, but I did that to pick up on skills and to pick up on knowledge. And I had children, so I was like, okay, I want them to not have to struggle the way I did. So when I wanted to start a business, I went to a a nonprofit organization, and I went and I spoke to one of the business consultants, and I explained to her what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And she told me, you want to start a women's organization? I said, no, I don't. (laughs) Listen to me again. So I explained to her what I wanted to do, and, you know, basically what I told her was that I have all these different skills. I want to help teach other women how, you know, how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, not have to go through the struggles that I went through because it was hard finding stuff. And there's information out there. It's just right. like you're starting out and you don't know who to go to because right. you don't trust anybody. That's right. You don't know how to ask for the help. So now we have all this information out there. We can just Google it. But at the time, and this stuff we still, you can Google it, but you still don't know how to implement. So that's, that's right. Where, you know, we as professionals come in. Um, so that we can show you how to do it, how to implement it in your life and in your business. But we started out, once I did the research, and I said, okay, this is maybe this is what I want to do. So I started a Yahoo group, and the Yahoo group had all these different women come in, joining. Then I did more research. I found other women organizations that were created by African-American women. <laughs> and it just was really good, you know, the research and the networking, and just, it just was something like, oh, wow, okay. And then once people, the women started putting me, like, saying, well, you're the boss, and you're the boss. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not the boss. I just was sharing some information. So from the Yahoo group, the, the organization group, as I grew and I become more, I became more knowledgeable in business, the organization grew into an actual, we had an actual website, and people were joining from all across the world. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with these people? So then I started doing, like, teleclasses, and, you know, we just grew from there. Like, you know, the women were connected from state to state via phone and Internet and making partnerships, connections, and just talking about their children. It was beautiful. There have been times that I wanted to stop, it's not about me anymore. It's about these women who are counting on Shashina to provide information or just support. Um, there has been many times I said, I'm going to check down the website. Mm-hmm. Less than 10 seconds later, I might get a call or email or text from one of the members just telling me something inspiring or motivate me and Maybe three hours later, I'll look back like, wasn't I supposed to be shutting on this website today? <laughs> Here I am nine years later about to celebrate our anniversary. Amen. Praise God. Nine years. Yeah, we have to keep going because it's like, you know, we have a gift, and these gifts are given to us so we can give to others. Absolutely, absolutely. So 
uh, you know, you said something in that where you said sometimes we're scared to ask or we don't know. And then when we do get information or we find information, we don't know, you know, how to implement. And, you know, that is so true because, you know, that part about being afraid to ask or don't know who to ask, sometimes we have been um, trained to be afraid to ask. You know, we've been told, you know, well, if you ask anybody, if you say anything, they might take your idea, you know, they might try to run with your idea. And, you know, there's a scripture that says you have not because you ask not, you know. And so we have to get beyond that fear as women and pray for God to send to us, you know, um, faithful and loyal friends as well as uh, honest people of integrity, people of honesty who are doing business who can help us because as long as I keep my, my vision and my giftings or my idea to myself, because no man is an island, I may never pull that off because I'm going to need some help in order to yeah. do that. I may have, I may know, let's say, for example, um, I may know that I'm going to open up a coffee shop. Okay, I may know that idea. I may have that idea, but it's an idea. So why would I want to go and, you know, I'm going to have to do some legwork, but I'm going to burn myself out trying to keep it, a, you know, just a real hush-hush secret. Don't want to tell anybody. Don't want to let anybody know what I'm doing. I need, and I know I need this help in marketing. I need it um, in management maybe. I need to, you know, and I'm too afraid to trust somebody with my idea or my vision, afraid of thinking that they're going to, take it and run with it. Have you seen that? Yes. Um, I have experienced many of those issues and those challenges, but I didn't let it stop me. Um, even as when I started the Yahoo group, you know, we had many women, maybe only a few men that were part of the group, and I shared some of the ideas I had to start the organization. Mm-hmm. And then there's some, a few of the women had called me privately to let me know that there were some members on there who were taking my ideas and they were going to start an organization before I had decided. And they told me to get a lawyer. I said, no, I'm going to let it be. They said, why? I said, because if it's meant for them to have this business, it would be meant for them and they would, they would succeed. If it's meant for me to have this business, I would succeed. That's right. Absolutely, because, that you know, go ahead. organization is no longer around. Wow. You know what? And I tell people all the time, somebody can try to take your idea, but if they don't have the knowledge or, as you say, the gifting and um, the uniqueness behind the idea, they can never pull off your vision. They may try to go do something similar. That's right. They may try to do something similar because, as you know, there are other um, women uh, marketing and networking organizations out there, but yours is uniquely yours. You know, now, it, you know, if they want to tap into what you got on your website, you might want to call a lawyer. But nobody can, <laughs> pull, you know, because those ideas, when God gives you those ideas and you start implementing those ideas, we know he said those scriptures say obey the laws of the land. So there are some things, yes, that we have to guard and protect. But, yeah. you know, you hear that saying, you know, um, what is it? Often duplicate women. How it goes? Um 
often imitated but never duplicated. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you may you may try to imitate me and, and you may try to copy me, but you'll never become like me. Because we're so different. You know what I'm saying? Your business is yours, mine is mine. We can complement each other. But I should trust the vision that God has given me. And you know, and if I'm a if I'm a woman a woman entrepreneur, whatever it is that God has given me, the best way that I can allow another woman or anyone really to compliment what he's given me is to make sure that they are a right fit. And, you know, I had that happen one time in business, you know. Well, really, uh, similar. I was helping a young lady. She was getting started. It was the exact same type of business. And I told her, hey, there's enough out here for everybody. You know, and so I may have mentored her about two years. And sure enough, when it got time to launching her thing, she launched it with the same name. I'm going to tell you, I got mad. (laughs) So... You know, because we both had the same last name, and she uh, launched it with the, with the same last name. And I told someone, I said, I said, okay, I, I promise you, what God, the vision God gave me, it'll. I mean, I bless her. Hope she does well, but she'll never be what God intended for me to have and for what my business is supposed to be. And I did like you. I pray that she's successful. I pray that she does well. You know, just don't cross another line. You know, so. Uh, it, it could happen to you. That, that what determines whether or not you're successful is, you know, do I uh, do I get so angry that I brood over it and I and I become unfunctional, you know, I can't function, dysfunctional, or you know, do I go on and take the stance that you said? If I'm supposed to have this business and be successful, then it'll work out. And as you can see, now here you are, nine years later, get ready to celebrate. Yes, nine I years. <laughs> yes. yes. I you know, getting ready to getting ready to celebrate nine years. Have you have you been online for nine years? We have been online uh, a little longer than that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're so talking about during the research time, but starting as a becoming a, a legalized business in mm-hmm. 2003. Okay. Yeah, so you're talking about a very long time, you know, and I used to say, you know, anybody that's listening who might be in fear of starting something or reaching out to get someone to help you, you just have to pray for a spirit of discernment. And you have to pray to God to, you know, um, remove scales from your eyes and show you who to connect with, you know, and you have to trust uh, the people who are walking in integrity and who are walking, you know, um, uh with um, some discipline in their lives, you know, because if I'm if I'm starting a business, I'm gonna need somebody in marketing to help me. I don't know that just because I want to start a business, right? Yeah. So, so I suggest, you know, for a lot of the women who want to, you know, who are inspiring to start a business, if they do not have someone they trust in their family and their immediate circle, they can contact, you know, one of these free nonprofit organizations that help women entrepreneurs, like a score. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And in New York here, we have the Women's Resource Center. You know, this like, or just go online and Google it, score because they have many offices across the United States, and they have where you can email them questions, and they help you. They can guide you to where to go, and these are experts. So, you know, wow. you don't yeah. have to worry about them stealing your idea. I know. <laughs> okay. So where where did the name uh, Real Sisters Rising come from? It came from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had an, I had another name we started out with, uh, but going back to not having knowledge, when I went to go to incorporate the name, I still didn't know what incorporated means, 
However, mm-hmm. I went to the county clerk's office because this is where I was guided to go to make the name mine. So when I went there and they told me that um, am I a corporation, in my head, I think big buildings on Wall Street, and I said, no, I'm not a corporation. I didn't understand. So I had to go home and think of another name. So me and my sisters, we were sitting in the house, and we were scratching out names and thinking all kinds of stuff. And my sister, you know, the way I speak, she's like, you need to have something that relates to you. And we came up with Real Sisters, Sister Rising, because that's what they felt of me. And we you know, put words together, and that's what we came up with. Oh, okay. Absolutely so wonderful. Mm-hmm. I went and I got that name. <laughs> and when I changed the name, mm-hmm. the other name that I had, I don't want to say it because someone has a business in this name, the other name I had just so happened, you know, like I said, I didn't use the name. Mm-hmm. And I used that other name since I was 12 years old, so my, this is going to be my company name. So when I, one day, one, I was in a Yahoo group, and I seen that company name, and, you know, it startled me. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so it was an African-American woman doing similar mm-hmm. things that I was, do- I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was in the East Coast area. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, you know what? Maybe that name wasn't meant for me. It was meant for her. That's why I didn't get that name. And um, when I started putting Real Sisters Rising out, it attracted so many women. And when I had the logo with the name, and people just told me, when they look at me, it fits me. And they can relate. Opposed to the other name, it attracted mm-hmm. However, it wasn't attractive enough because mm-hmm. it wasn't me. I, that's how I take it. Yeah. And, you know, I, you with the experience I was just talking about, you know, one of the things happened, again, um, not really, like you say, having the knowledge and knowing, it was um, when it happened, one of my, I think one of my, I think it was my sister and a friend that said to me, you need to go and secure that name. And, um and I started in my state, and then I did that. And when I went down to the Secretary of State's office, the name had not been secured, you know. And so I actually did it here in the state, you know, trademarked it in the state and all that kind of stuff, you know, because I have been using, I've been using it since um, like 2001, 2002. And I was like, wait a minute, because, you know, a, a, a good reputation had been built around that name, and uh, it was it was known in the community. You know, it was known across the airways on the radio, you know, and TV and all that kind of stuff. And so it was like, wait a minute, no. So that's what I ended up having to do. Somebody had to school me, and I literally went to the state, the Secretary of State's office, and had to secure that name, you know, uh, in place and trademark and trademark it. You know, because I was like, I'm not about to let that go because they were people were already getting this confused. You know, and they would go to her business and thought they were in mine. <laughs> you know? That's something I want to share as far as the name people taking mm-hmm. on there. That's a lesson I had to learn. And um, with Real Sisters, with Shashina Gibbs, with my name, I had purchased my name many years ago as the domain name, and I didn't renew it on time because the email address I had associated with, mm-hmm. I didn't have that email address anymore. So I wasn't aware of the renewal time. And mm-hmm. one day I 
type in ShashinaGives.com and low, low, low. Somebody owns ShashinaGives.com and they want to sell it to me for $400. <laughs> So, my tip tonight for everybody, all you entrepreneurs, when you start a business, buy your name as the domain name of your personal name. <laughs> it is no joke. And where and where do they go to do that? You can um, go to, I use my hosting company, I use it, startlogic.com, very affordable. If you have GoDaddy, you can go to Yahoo. They have where you can buy a domain names. Sometimes they have, especially the dollar ninety nine. Get your domain name, and that was something that you know, like I said, I learned from experience. No one taught me, taught it, to, taught that to me. And the person still own it, and <laughs> they playing <laughs> games with me because every time I ask about it, they raise the price. So um, I know that has. Uh... Yeah. Well, I'm going to have so to go check my name out. <laughs> and if you can, and if you can afford it, get your name dot com dot biz dot org dot net, whatever. Get it. <laughs> get it. Right. So they should get that even if they're not online. Just get it. Yes. Yeah. You can forward it to, you can have all, all the domain names forwarded to your blog, to your Facebook page, wherever you want it to link to you. Just purchase it. Okay. Because you do not wow. have to go through what I'm going through. Okay, all right. You know, wow, that's it. That that's great. You know, I have um, uh, seen where people have those uh, domain names uh, related to their products as well. Is that a good idea as well? If you have a particular product. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, because, uh, let me tell you, real quick. Mm-hmm. There was a young lady that. This day I call her my big sister. I met her online. We have never met face to face. We met also through that Yahoo group, and um, she shared with me about. She didn't tell me about my name at first until it mm-hmm. happened. To her. But she told me, you know, she used to go and purchase domain names. So she and I found out it wasn't her that bought my name. Which she would see somebody promoting on Yahoo because it was just Yahoo groups really we was networking on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would. Purchase people's names, business names. If they like my new, you know, I just started a mm-hmm. business, and this is this is it. But they didn't use the business name; they used the, another name, their company name, or they didn't use the product, something. Mm-hmm. She would purchase that name, and they they don't realize they were purchasing it from her, and she would raise the prices. You know, so people go around and look. Yeah, and on social media. You you a lot of these artists they don't buy their name. And they're coming out with these songs and stuff, and then somebody buys their name, and they gotta pay instead of paying a dollar ninety nine for six ninety five from Yahoo or Star Logic, now you gotta pay hundreds of dollars for your domain name. Right, when well, you could have paid one ninety nine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, I think that you know it's unfortunate when we go through those types of experiences, but you know, it it also. Um, puts us in a place where we are, you know, um, uh, we have some credibility when we talk and teach people, you know, 
uh, because you, you can you can share that information before they go through that experience. And that's why I say to women entrepreneurs that are listening, you need somebody like Shashina who can help you. You know, why struggle through the, you know, the uh the inf- the formative stages of your business when you don't have to, you know, because maybe you're not ready to launch yet, but you might have the ten dollars about a domain name or the one ninety nine, you know, if you catch the special, because you know now I can buy five names now, you know, instead of just one, you know. But if nobody tells you that, you're not even thinking that because you just like you're thinking like, who in the world would want my name? Well, somebody who's selling domain names. So that's why you need to connect with somebody in marketing who's a specialist or you know. Uh, in this area, it's worth it. I tell people all the time, men and women, if you are doing anything where you have to make an investment into what you're doing, it is wise to get someone to help you, a business coach, a marketing coach, a life coach, whatever. It, it, the money that you pay, is you have to see it as an investment into yourself, an investment in your vision, investment in your business. If you get the right one, when you come out on the other side of them dollars you're paying, guess what? That information is going to take you years and years and years into your future, into your destiny. It's just no question about it. You know, sometimes we just struggle unnecessarily. Yeah. Trying to pull a vision out, trying to pull a dream out, trying to pull a, you know, walking destiny. We just struggle unnecessarily because we're so scared to share or to get somebody to help us, you know, um, and that's just not the way it's been planned. It hasn't been orchestrated that way. With no man is an island, we need people to help us. So um, how long when you started your network, how long did it take you to launch it? Or did, like when you got well, ready to, um, you know, you were already researching and whatever, but when you said, I'm getting ready to do it. Well, we started We started in May of, 2000, of 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, our anniversary is actually a Cinco, on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a memorable day. So, but um, we we just was mainly online, like, like a, just having the conference calls. I was doing mm-hmm. tele summits, different on, virtual events to keep all the members that were all over the United States connected. Because, like I said, I didn't know what to do with all these members in Nebraska and different places. So, you know, I keep kept it virtual. And then uh, last year, that just passed, two thousand and eleven. Mm-hmm. I, excuse me, no, 2006, we had our first chapter open, which was in Maryland. And it was such an experience, you know, and it was many challenges, but it was a great experience. I met so many other women that that I would never have met if I didn't have a chapter present, if I didn't allow myself to trust someone else to help me grow my business. I wouldn't have never met these women. I wouldn't have never been able to touch their lives, and they wouldn't have been able to touch each other's lives, and they wouldn't have been able to touch my life. Then, you know, we had challenges with that towards the end, and I learned from that. Then last year, this past, we started opening chapters again, which is the same thing. You know, I met some women where we all touch each other's lives. Their businesses were impacted in some way, and it just feels good to be able to release some of my tasks to someone else to do to help me grow, to help me raise my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was hard. Even I had started an advisory board a couple of years ago, but I didn't ever do anything with the advisory board because I was still scared to let somebody else touch my baby 
But my I was getting tired all the time. I needed the help. I was getting my own ideas, not wanting to share with nobody. And on only people I would share with, I would go, like I said, to the score and talk to one of the professionals there, and they helped me grow my baby. But at the same time, I still needed additional help. So I had my virtual advisors, some of the women I networked with a couple for the last few years. You know, we had a little private group, and I started letting go slowly, but I did. And it has been more beneficial to me than me trying to do everything myself, even now from the graphics to the website to the marketing to planning. It's hard (laughs) doing it by yourself. Yes. Oh, my God, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. Yes, when you from everything, even if you know how to do it, it's still hard. You have to have somebody, and that's what um, I'm finding out that um, I need uh, someone to uh, uh, to help me because it does become hard. Because I do the website, I do uh, the newsletters, I do the email blasts, I do I do everything. You know, it, it, so it is hard. You know, and so um, we got to feed well. You already know. Some of us out here, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to let go. Let it go. You know, because sometimes we ride on that. Men, you know that mentality that we heard over the years growing up. If you want something done right, do it yourself. You know stuff. And I ran um, that, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I ran with that. I even started putting my kids to work. My my daughters. This mm-hmm. is this is built around them for them. So it's like okay. Uh, y'all have to do some work. We having an event. I need your help. <laughs> we gotta pack some bags for this event. I need your help. You know. Um, okay. My membership packages are named after my daughters. Our tagline: My daughters' names are all in the company. So, if you have children, mm-hmm. even the little ones, you can go out and pass out flyers. They can pass out flyers with you. You know what? People are gonna attract to you because those kids are cute. They're like, oh, she's so cute. <laughs> They're going to love it. You know, Absolutely. Just give them an incentive. Take them to the movies. Take them out to McDonald's. Everybody loves McDonald's. You know, just to reward mm-hmm. them and say thank you. And make a record of it, too, on your books that you paid your child X amount of dollars for passing out flyers. But just help. Even if you ask your family, like, I have my sister here. I need to make some phone calls. Guess what? I'm going to make a list of calls. My sister can help me. My virtual sister, she can help me. Ask people in your family. You don't have to put them on a payroll. Just say, listen, I need a favor. I got something coming up. Can you help me? Right. Absolutely. I I agree. I I get my niece sometimes who is in college. I get her uh, to do some things for me, you know, and and that's the best thing because sometimes your family wants to help you, just don't know how to help you. And like I said earlier, you have not because you ask not. You know, they see you and they want you to be successful and they're trying to figure out how they fit in and what can I do to help, you know. Um, and sometimes it's just a, it's really about asking them to do it. Like you say, pass out flyers or asking them, hey, can I, while I work on something else, can, can I get you to come type something for me? You know, and sometimes they're excited about that, especially when they get involved and see exactly what you're doing. They understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before yes. they just see you doing it by yourself, they like, well, you got another business? Oh, my goodness. Oh, when well, you going to get a job? You know, they don't understand what you do with. So right. I had, let me tell you, I had to help a friend of mine have a big conference back in 2008. Before, 2000, before this event, my family didn't understand. They didn't know what I was doing, how I was doing it, why I was doing it, and why people were calling me all the time. So 
I said to my family, if y'all don't come to this event, I'm not speaking to nobody. <laughs> so my mom, my sister, and my two daughters, and my nephew came to the event. After this event, my sister to this day always wears something purple, which is our signature color. My mm-hmm. mother, she always has to have business cards on South Wales Sisters Rising. They have this those supporters of me building this business. On those days, I even say I don't want to do it. They look at me like I'm crazy. What is wrong with you? My mother start praying and doing, mm we're not having that. And I look at them and I smile because there was one time, they was like, I don't even know what you're doing, so we really don't care. I don't care what you do, you know. <laughs> but they understand it. And when I'm having my big events, they come out, they work the registration table, they pass out flyers, they talk, they network. They love it. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I getting your family involved really, you know, can help you grow. Absolutely. Uh, my um, my stepfather. Uh, when I when I when I travel in ministry, at first I said I need I need somebody to go with me to work the product table. So they kind of all looked at me, you know, like what? And so I, was, <laughs> I said I need somebody to come work the product table because when I'm up teaching, I need you at the product table because when I finish teaching, they're gonna bum rush you and they want to get the manuals. They didn't believe me. They said, "Oh, <laughs> you know, okay." I said, "Listen, you guys got to be ready at the table because because when I finish teaching, they're gonna rush you. You have to have the manuals out. You got to have the money for change ready." I said, "This is how it's, the manuals are fifteen dollars. You got to be prepared. Some people are gonna buy everyone on the table. Some are just gonna get the one from the teaching today." They didn't believe me. <laughs> Taught that class. It was 125 women in the class. I said, I'm telling you, y'all got to be ready. That was 125 in the first session. I taught two sessions back to back. Okay, the session's over. All you saw was like people on the table looking like ants. Because <laughs> they didn't get, you know, trying to get the manuals. They didn't believe, they did not believe me. And when it was over, it's like, wow. I said, I told you to be ready. But from then on, you know, and they were like, you know, initially they were just similar to your family. Like, okay, what is she doing? You know, I, I would have them um, editing my the, te- the the manual, reading for grammatical errors and making sure the sentence, sentence structures and everything. So they did it because we were, at, you know, it was like, oh, okay, this, this looks good. You know, and they would read it. And so I said, I need y'all to come go with me. You know, and so they, they came strolling in late, you know, <laughs> and stuff. I said, okay, I need you set up. And what they have everything, right? I know you can't have everything. And so I told them, I said, okay, you got to do this. And they didn't. They didn't. I said, I'm telling you, it's going to sell. When it was over, we went back to the hotel room, and I I taught two classes back to back. And in between both of those classes, I had a 15 minute break. So I only had a 15 minute window to sell manuals. And at that time, we were still doing. Uh, there were no CDs or anything. People were still using cassette tapes and all that kind of stuff. Well, I didn't even have cassette tapes. I just had the manuals for the class. Uh-huh. And then I had made another uh, pack of uh, teaching notes that I sold for like either 3 or $5. And that was for the people who I said, well, it's going to be somebody who took everything to get here to this conference. Who's going to want something? They just can't, they won't be able to afford the $15. So I created another packet for them. Well, in a 15-minute window of selling, in 15 minutes, we literally, and that was the early, no, that was in the late, mid-1990s. That was the first time I taught a big conference. That was at Bishop Morton's conference. It was like, wow, like uh, 30,000 people. And so I was teaching in one of the classes, and I had two classes back-to-back every day for four days. 
Mm. Well, in that first class, in that 15-minute window in 1995 or 96, I made $600 in 15 minutes. They couldn't wow. believe that when we got back. That was in a in just in a 15 minute window, so it go. What that proved or confirmed to me, not proved. After that, that week, I knew that I, I already knew I was gifted in what I was called to do. But I saw the potential of what I was, what I had, the gift that I had been given. I saw that potential. They didn't even hesitate. They didn't think a second time about buying a manual. The family seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then from then on, every time I would say I was going somewhere and somebody who was free to go, they would go because they saw it. And then they saw the um, the um, the the admiration and the respect that comes with that with that type of gift, you know. So they saw the people. Oh, we enjoyed your teaching, and we yeah. They saw all of that. So now they uh, they see the sales of the product. Then they see how the people responded to me and how their lives were impacted. And so now they're like they're gung ho, you know. So my father will travel with me wherever. When we did Bishop Jake's when he was doing Mega Fest, we went to Mega Fest. I, I was like, I need somebody to go to Mega Fest with me. I'm gonna be a vendor in the vendor uh in the exhibit area. I need somebody to go. Nobody wouldn't go. He finally decided I'm gonna go. When he got there and saw that big old open space and all them booths and the people were <laughs> buying it. He was just like you you know, there he was in the middle of the aisle telling everybody come to the booth. I was like, Yeah, but that's somebody to myself. You didn't even want to come <laughs> And from okay, then on, he okay. does, yeah. It, it takes people to to understand at their time. Absolutely, absolutely. And so from then on, he would be right there. Even if it's right here in, in my city, in Baton Rouge, he shows up. You need me to help you set the table up? You need me to wash the table? What is What I got to do? You know, so my family now will get involved, you know. And even with on doing these radio shows on Blog Talk Radio, you know, if they're not working, they'll call in and they'll just listen. You know, and so you have to get to that place because sometimes they are looking for a way that they can help you, and they just don't know what to do. Some, yeah. you know, sometimes. And so, um, uh, so tell us a little bit about the focus of the organization. The focus with the organization is really to just help more and more women to succeed from home-based business, from your entrepreneur dream to be able to become a better provider for your family because more and more women are becoming the sole providers. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, they are becoming the sole providers, and they're also, uh, I am seeing that they're actually becoming, uh, sometimes even in in the uh, the two-parent home, they're becoming the... um, not to minimize the man, the man's role, but sometimes they're becoming the the vision visionary. You know, yeah. she has a great idea for a business, and she actually goes out and she launches it, pulls it off, and he's right there to support her and help her. But it was her idea, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, even in um, a two parent home or uh, male female uh, relationship type thing, sometimes you know uh, the woman still is the visionary there. And we still need that um, camaraderie among other women, you know, because, you know, we think, oh, we just know each other, you know, 
about what we're going through and all that kind of stuff. And so we still need to fellowship and network with other women entrepreneurs because there are some like stories there and some like-minded ideas and goals and aspirations. And we uh, need to come around people who are striving for something similar to what we're striving for so yeah. that we can encourage one uh, one another. So um, tell right. us a little bit about what your members get when they be um, with their membership to your organization. Well, our members will get, they, we have a program called the CEO System Building, Building Business Mastery. And with the CEO System, get monthly e-reports, which are how-to to different various business topics. Mm-hmm. Then we have our monthly conference calls. And we have the CD, which has document and software to help to grow, start, or run your business. Also get membership kits that, with your membership certificate, excuse me, reframable membership certificate, networking opportunities, discount for events, discount on coaching and different mm-hmm. partner organizations or partner businesses. And our members also get the opportunity to get business exposure because I am a marketer, marketing expert. We have different various opportunities for them to promote their business on our website, through the newsletter, uh, throughout our social media site. They can have their press release. So, you know, we help them to get their business out there. We have our featured members every month where we also do promotion for the particular member, which we call, we call them the Rising Star Honorary. Oh, Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, from the women who are already a part of your um, organization, what uh, type of feedback have you gotten from them in reference to how being a member has helped them or their business? Many many of the members have told me that the information I have provided them, especially the marketing, that's why I have been focused on marketing because that has been the challenges challenge with the majority of the members getting their business out there and not having not knowing how to do it. So the the information I share I talk about mobile marketing, social media marketing, budget marketing, those are like the top three and they have practices <laughs> until the fullest, like the how to I get really detailed on how to get it done. So they have implemented not just listen, they have actually implemented the things that I have them into mm-hmm. this, and I see it because they add me to their mobile marketing text or they add me to their email blast, their social media um, marketing they have done. They include me in it. So, you know, I sit back and I smile like, oh, she actually did it. You know, they're not just sitting there listening on call. They're doing it. So, wow. They're Absolutely. very grateful. And then they have been, when we had, when we started our Maryland DC chapter, it's the DMV chapter now. Mm-hmm. But when we started, the members, they had built relationships almost immediately. And they were helping other members with food and, you know, clothing and business ideas. And when I hear these stories, they let me know, like, Shashina, thank you for putting this in place because if this wasn't in place, I might not have met such and such. Or I went and came up with the idea I had with my business. And I want to thank you. Wow. Yeah, I love them all. I love them all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Those and that's what sisters. it's all 
Absolutely, and that's what it's all about. You know, if you are providing a service to, to someone, you want to be able to get the feedback of how whatever it is that you're providing is helping them. You know, and you want them to be excited about it. You want them to um, uh, be able to give a testimony about it, spread it word of mouth, you know, tell another sister, you look, there's an organization you must become a part of. And I think that's great that you have these different chapters in different cities. I think that is so awesome because sometimes we can become a part of a um, uh an internet group, you know, or a social media group. And, you know, we see, you know, each other through picture. Now you can do videos. But, you know, through I see your picture, you see my picture on the site, but that's not the same as if we connect, find a way to connect as a chapter in the city and actually come shake hands, see each other face-to-face. I think that's awesome. Yeah, when we meet face-to-face and build, you could, you know, as women, we are nurturers. By nature, we just born like that. So we could talk on the phone, and we might get a feeling from each other. But when we meet face to face, we can get a different feeling, and then it's like you become you bond, and you start talking more, and then you find out how I can help you, how you can help me more, because now we automatically have a we have a different level of a friendship, opposed to just a business connection. Right, and, and you know. We just start, and we're givers. <laughs> like, do you need help with this, or do you need this? And we just, what you need for your business? You know, this is what we do when we meet, actually meet face-to-face and we get that positive vibe from each other. Over the phone, it's, it's, it's a blockage there. We, we don't, we can't get the same thing. So that's why it's so important for me to have live events so that we can make those connections. And people, first thing they say, oh, yeah, I got, you're my Facebook friend. How you doing? And or I met you. Uh, what's your email address? And they're like, oh, you, you know, okay, I got you on my email list. How you doing? And then they start talking, and next thing you know, they talk about kids and husbands <laughs> and everything else. And then they're like, oh yeah, and the business, you know. <laughs> we are naturally nurturers, given, and that's us as women. Yes, and just recently I went to, here in in Baton Rouge, I went to a business builder's um, seminar, and I one of the ladies that I actually interviewed during this month um, recognized me and said, you're on my, you're, you're, I'm on your Facebook, I'm one of your Facebook friends, you know, and you, you know, you kind of like looking like, okay, you know, so. Oh, that yeah, happens to me a lot. Yeah. And so my, I my like Facebook it. Page, I like it, too. It's like, oh, my God. I wonder, You know, in your mind, it's like, I'm wondering if they expect me to know them. You know, so because I got like 4,900 and something. So it's like, but then she started talking, and then when she shared, when she mentioned her book, I remembered her because I saw the book. The, the She had her, the picture of her book up, you know, and um it was interesting because I saw a couple of people in there that I knew, you know, from Baton Rouge that was on the Facebook page. But that has happened to me a couple of times where I've gone somewhere. And um, then, of course, then just recently I was somewhere and they, they heard my some, they heard my name and it was like, are you um, are you the Ginger London that's you be on the radio with Pastor Moore <laughs> at a local radio station here? I was like, I said, yeah, that's me. I thought that was you. I knew that name, you know, and so. <laughs> You know, what I've learned over the years, and you maybe can confirm this, if you're a woman entrepreneur listening and uh, that happens to you, then you need to have your business cards or your postcards or your something 
on you, you know, where you can make a connection. Because some people had heard my name through just the local radio station here, you know, in the city, but never had seen my and never seen me in person, you know. And uh, and so sometimes, you know, it's like, well, do you have a card on you? And I'm like, oh, Lord, you know. Yeah. So, you, gotta, you have to be prepared. And there have I been times that I wasn't prepared. I know. And so it's like, okay, you got to start practicing what you're preaching here. So, you know, and so I'm, you know, have learned that over the years. And, um, and some people um, will come to like a live event that I have here and they'll be off the Facebook, you know, and they'll be like, okay, well, I just came because – because they want to meet you and they want to see you, you know. And I tell people, uh, some of my uh, uh, friends that are in business or ministry, you know, what you do on Facebook is good and what you do on those other social sites is good. But at some point, you got to do something where the people can come and see you and they can yeah. meet you and shake your hand, you know, because they want to be, even if they never come to another event, if they come to one, you want they want to be able to say they saw you, they met you, they saw you in person, you know, and they may never come to another one, you hope not, but... If they travel, they might, it may be a while, but the key is at some point you want to be able to see them face-to-face mm-hmm. in some kind of way other than the video, you know, the webcam, camera. So mm-hmm. I um, had, had women from Facebook within last year sometimes, like in the summer, We, you know, when they started the new version of the group. Mm-hmm. Some of the women from different states had inboxed me and asked, you know, can you talk to me by, by phone? You know, I'm a networker, so of course I say yeah. <laughs> you know, so we exchanged numbers and we had to call, and it started out, you know, as a business conversation. Next, you know, like I said, we started talking about our kids and talking about where we live at, the different areas and the weather, and you know how we want to travel and clothes and hair, like us when you know mm-hmm. we do talk about hair and each conversation. We're almost the same way with all the different women. It we share business thoughts, you know, but we really did connect on another level with that. Now when we see each other on Facebook, we share each other's information with no problem without even asking, like automatically share, you know, um, just building those relationships, taking it to the next level. Because you're in, a, you're in another state, I'm in another state. We may not get to physically meet no time soon. But make a phone call. How you doing? You know, what's going on? Can you tell me more about your business? Um, and that way you you gain in another, I would say, I say sister. Every, I, I've gained some sisters. So <laughs> that's just what I love to do. Just Wonderful. Connecting. Connect. You know, may not connect with everybody um, in that way, but. I have connected with women more so that way than just meeting. Okay, how you doing? You know, never again. Mm-hmm. Like when we do see each other at an event, we're hugging each other. We're not just waving hi from across the room. Okay. I really love what I do. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So um, if you were to give us like one or two issues, what is what are one or two issues that – you see from your experience that women entrepreneurs actually are challenged with or that they experience in business? We think too hard. Yes. We think too hard, and us thinking, even myself, want everything to be so perfect that it hinders us in business, getting started or just staying stagnated where we are because we want to do it right and we, we just... 
you know, like, oh, my gosh, should I do it like this? It's not right. It's not right. Instead of just doing it, just do it. If you want to do it, if you want to write a book, do it, you know. If you want your website changed, do it. And make the changes as you go along, learn and as you go along. Um, something else is we, the family, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of us have family issues that discourage us because we have to take care of personal issues. Could be the stress of not making enough money in our business, but we need to pay our bills, so we have to just go back to a nine to five because the business is not bringing money and the family is on your back. Like, oh, we need money, we need money. Or when you're at home working, they don't give you the privacy you need, the distraction. Yes, absolutely. And you have to be creative with that. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. You know, it's almost like as soon as you get ready to do something and everything just goes haywire, you know, all of a sudden they want to talk. And, and then I, well, sometimes I try to gauge it. You know, that doesn't work. So, you know, but, you know, so the minute I get ready to do something, then all of a sudden, can you do this for me? Can you go here? Can you? So I, I try to be creative sometimes with that. You know, I wait till they're all gone, <laughs> you know, and I know yeah. they're going to be gone for a long time. You know, and sometimes I'll bypass something, you know, if it's not really urgent for me to be a part of it, I'll bypass it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, you know, they say, well, I'm going to run to the mall. Well, okay, I'll see you when you get back, you know, because I know it's a good three hours. And so then I, you know, strategically um, will do something then, or I'll get up early, early, early in the morning. Well, that's not working quite as well as it used to. That's good as it <laughs> used to. So I think they're caught on to so that's what I'm doing. So. You know, um, and and I actually have an an, off, an office away from the house, and so um, now I just actually just leave, you know, and go over there, um, and and I turn the phone on silent, you know. I'll say, look, don't call me for a few hours, you know. So, but uh, so you've given us a strategy on getting the name, buying the domain name, and so if you stay right there, since you gave us that little nugget. Um, it, go over that one more time for for the listening audience, and we'll let that be your nugget. Unless you have, did you have another one? I have so many, but we're gonna stick with that one. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if you, I didn't know if you, you so, know, if you had more than one you want to share. But I understand, well, so let's stick with that one. Uh, yeah, also, mm-hmm. I want to share something as far as mobile marketing. Okay. I, not that I just learned what I do want to share, but with, again, with the domain name, whatever you do, buy your name. And if you have a middle name, buy your first, middle, your last name, buy your first name with your middle initial, however combination you want to do it, purchase it. Because once it's out there, it's going to be out there. Somebody will get it. Another tip with the domain names is if you Google it to see if it exists, you might as well buy it if it's available at that moment. Because I don't know what's going on in cyberspace, but... I put that name out there, the domain registry. They pick up that name and they add it to their list. Now that name is available for other people to purchase because you don't put it in cyberspace. So if you have the idea and you Google, say if it was realsistersrising.com and that name mm-hmm. was never out there on Google, just to see if somebody else had it. And as soon as you see it available, buy it on the spot if you can because when you go back, Somebody might have it. Now, once you once they once they buy the name, 
Right, and you say you could, you could once you buy it, you could link it. You, you said can your, leave it if you don't have a website mm-hmm. yet, and you're not ready to put up one. You can have it parked where okay. nobody can buy it; it's not being used, but you still own it. So it could just be parked. Okay. Or you can have it to a page saying under construction or coming soon, but it's yours. Okay, and if you already have a website, what you do with another domain name? You can have it, if you're not using it for anything, you can have it forwarded to your current website or your blog. Anything that's associated with you, whatever mm-hmm. hub you have on your mm-hmm. website, just have it forwarded there. So if somebody do accidentally type in that name, it's still going to you. Oh, okay. And so you does it, it be forward, or you can have it um, transferred. So if you purchase the domain name from company A, but you have a hosting with company B, you can go back to company A and have it transferred to company B so everything is in one place. If you don't feel like going through all of that, you can just log into company A and forward it to your other domain name and company B. So either way, it's pointing to your website. Okay. And so does it become another page in the website or? No. Oh, Okay. So if I, when I finally get my shashinagives.com, I can have it forward to realsistersrising.com. So mm-hmm. either one they put in, they still get the same page. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Wow. It's just like, you know, if you're going to your house, mm-hmm. you might take the long way or you might take the short way. And, you know, it's all <laughs> going to get you there. Okay. The other well, tip I wanted to share is that you know, we all got these cell phones, and then yeah. you know, um, just to cut down on costs and purchasing these business card scanners, somebody might not want to buy it. So everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, most of you have cameras on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to collect a business card and you don't have a business card scanner, take a picture of the business card and save it of the name of the company or the person and have wow. it in your phone. Just keep it in your phone. You don't have to take a picture of the whole car. You can just take a picture of the information that you need to contact that person. Wonderful. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. Do you have to leave that with like 50,000 business cards in your hand? Right. You can have them 50,000 business cards in your, your phone. <laughs> or the ones that you really want to contact. Yeah, right. Right now right. I have been putting what I do with the business cards from the people that I really need to contact once we made a connection. I put a star or I fold the corner or I put it in a different pocket because, you know, we women, we always have our big purses mm-hmm. and big bags. Put it in a little pocket or, you know, somewhere separate mm-hmm. from all the other business cards. So you will know and be reminded to contact that person when you said you were going to contact them. Wow. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're gonna. I'm just gonna read a scripture to you right quick, and then we're gonna come back and let her tell you how you can connect with with her and get um get to her website and become a a member of the the networking organization. But um, before we go um uh, this evening, there's a special teaching on creative for greatness, and there's a passage of scripture that talks in Genesis chapter one, uh, verses uh, twenty. 7 and 28, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then He then God blessed them, 
And then, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the earth, uh, over the fish of the sea, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And then there's another um, passage of scripture in the second chapter of Genesis, um, in verses 18 to 24, when it talks about when God um, said it's not good for man to be alone, that he would make him a helper comparable for him. And so out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam and to see what he would name them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name. Verse 20, so Adam gave names to all creatures, all cattle, to all the birds of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Verse 21, and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the, the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord had God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And so I just want to talk about being created for greatness. When a woman, there you are a woman, being created, you're created for greatness. And when God created uh, the woman, when he first created the man, the woman was already inside of the man. And so what that says, when you study the scriptures closely, is that we cannot reach our destinies alone. The man needs the woman and the woman needs the man. Okay, so with the assignment that God has given us on the earth to do, we need each other to complete that assignment. So no matter how independent you are as a woman or or how strong uh, a man is uh, as a a man, we still need each other to complete the assignment that God has given us on this earth. And so even as a women entrepreneurs, as independent as we are, as strong as we are, as – Shashina said earlier uh, tonight that we're just nurt- we're nurturing by na- uh, by nature, and so even with all of that strength on the inside of you, uh, as that woman entrepreneur, you were still created to do even greater things. You can be an entrepreneur, you can still be a mom. You can be an entrepreneur, you can still be a wife. You can still be a daughter. You can still be a sister. Uh, to uh, to your siblings, you know. So we still need other people in our lives to complete our destinies or to help us reach our destiny. No man is an island, no woman is an island. And so the, when God created the woman, he created her equal to the man. He, she, uh, you're not inferior or superior to, to man, and you were created for a purpose and, and for greatness. And um, that greatness is whatever the assignment is that God uh, has already shared with you or that you're in a place of discovering. You know, what are your gifts? What are your abilities? What what talent has he given you um, uh, to use on the earth to help other people, to get you and your family to a certain place or just to bring glory to his name? What is it? What is your assignment? Well, that's the greatness that's on the inside of you. And sometimes as women, because we have so many things going on in our lives and we become so overwhelmed with some of the issues of life, that are going on, that we miss out on greatness. We miss out on purpose, and we just settle for settle uh, for thinking that, well, maybe I'm just supposed to be a wife, or maybe I'm just supposed to be a mother, or, well, I'm just maybe supposed to go to this 9-to-5 job for the rest of my life. Well, 
The best way to find that out is to get on your face before God to find out what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And so if it is a mother, then then you have to encourage yourself to walk in the greatness of motherhood. If it is to be an employee, then you have to walk in the, the greatness of being the best employee that you can be. If it's an entrepreneur, you have to walk into the greatness of being the best business owner uh, that you can be. And so God created the woman from uh, uh, a part of the man, the rib. If you And when you study, you'll know that the rib covers the heart. You know, it's, it's a real intricate part of the body. And so we, we were not created to be apart from anyone. We were created uh, to cover some things in life. We were created to be the, the strong enforcement of some things, you know, sometimes the mother and the or the wife or the or the woman, you know, we're able to really process some some hard issues uh, better than others can because we have that a part of that nurturing. There's some strength in nurturing. You know, Mama is the one that will clean your nose when it needs to be cleaned. You know what I'm saying? And not be bothered by anything that's coming out. She'll just clean your nose. So. I want to encourage you uh, as ladies to remember to remember that God has created you for greatness and that um, that you have been given a, an assignment in the earth, you know, to do some things. And you need to find out what your your strengths are, your abilities are, your gifts are. And if you know what they are and they've been lying dormant and you haven't done anything with them, then I want to encourage you to take a step of faith and launch out into the deep. And find out what it is that you can do. Sometimes procrastination, sometimes fear, sometimes lack of self-confidence, low self-esteem will hold us back as women, you know, from uh, launching and doing what God has called us to do. But to break that barrier, sometimes we just have to move against that barrier. Once that barrier is broken, then you, wow, you feel so free. And then you start doing things, you know, you start moving out in different areas and you look back and say, wow, I should have done this earlier. But no matter where you are, move against that barrier now so that you can enjoy a fulfilled life and and experience greatness with your life. So, um, so Sheena, is there anything um, uh, that you would like to add to that? No, you did such a good job. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, nodding my head, like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, bless you, bless you. And so, you know... Um, I want to remind the women that you were fearfully and wonderfully made by God and that you have been purposefully saved by him. You're gifted for greatness, and that's what you need to know. You're gifted for greatness. You know, the Bible talks about we've all been given gifts according, you know, as he will. We've all been given a measure of faith. You are gifted for greatness. You have to believe that no matter what you've been told in the past. I don't care how many people told you you'll never be nothing, you'll never amount to anything or oh you know you you what you're going to start a business for. You don't never you'll never be successful. All you have to keep saying to yourself is I'm gifted for greatness. I'm gifted for greatness. That is a good thing. You have been a power, you have been empowered to accomplish God's will and you've been assigned to do great things. And you can be crowned with the glory of God in every step of your life. Just stay connected to God. But remember, you are gifted for greatness and you have been empowered to accomplish God's will. And that's the greatness 
on the inside of you. Even if you're sad right now, even if you're lonely right now, even if you're hurting right now, you have been gifted for greatness and you have been empowered. The the best thing you can do right now is cast your cares upon God because he cares for you. Release it to God. Get rid of all of the heaviness, the junk in the trunk, however you want to phrase it, the heartaches, the broken hearts, the tormented minds. Get, turn it over to God so you can be free in your spirit to do what he wants you to do as, God, as God's woman, as God's creation, fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to be light and free to be able to do whatever God has assigned you to do. So before we come back and uh, find out how you can connect with her, if you're on listening by phone and you have a comment or a question um, for us, you can just press the number one on your dial pad at any time, and I will know that you have a comment that you would like to make. If you're in the chat room, if you have a comment or a question, um, you can type it in and I will read it and we will address um, the question, the way that I will bring in those who have a comment, um, I will re- read out the last four digits of your phone number. For example, I'll say 1597. Um, hi, you're on the air live. And then you can make your comment, uh, uh, pose the question that you would like to pose. And so um, it looks like um, 1597 um, wants to come on. And so I'm going to bring you on, and then you can make your comment or ask the question. And then we will go from there. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Okay. All right. So maybe they would just stepped away or didn't um, hear. So anyway, so um, Shashina, tell the people how they can get in contact um, with you. Okay. I just wanted to comment on what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Sure. A couple of days ago, I have, well, I usually in the morning, one of my social media sites, I post um, morning motivation called Rising, Rising Motivation. And one of the things I put, and I had seen it in my tweet, and I got up and I typed it. It's called, well, I mean, excuse me, it was said, you do not have to have, you do not have to wait for anybody to tell you you are great. You are already greatness. And wow. so many people like and then when I got your information about the show, I started calling. Amen. Amen. You know, and sometimes, you know, um, we actually need that encouragement, you know, and God has a way of confirming and just blessing our spirits or letting us know that we're on the right track. You know, it could be just what you said, something like that, or you might later on hear something on greatness again, you know. Um, you know, and that's, you know, that's why we need we need a network like Real Sisters Rising because it's in that that networking in those local chapters where you can c- connect with people like you say the hugs and all of that. Well, I mean those are just, that's encouragement. That face to face encouragement is just it's is you can't even put a price tag. It's priceless. It really is priceless, especially when you are doing something that you say is your life's purpose, what you are assigned to do. It may be a little struggle initially when somebody can 
speak a word to you, say hi, encourage you, say I'm behind you. If there's anything that you need, call me. If you just want to talk about your vision, call. I mean, it's just it's so much I would imagine that takes place in your organization among the sisters that are in the women that are in the organization that it actually becomes a breath of life, refreshment, you know, uh refreshing time, revitalization, or just just a breath of fresh air for yes. them. <laughs> and even for me. Yes. You know, um, yes. It, it is a lot. And it's good, it's bad, but it's still good when they, we get through it and we can share it so that way we can help the next person get out of it. Absolutely. So do you have um, any special programs or events or speaking engagements that you have coming have- up soon? Two announcements. We like we said we are celebrating nine years coming up May seventh at the Purple Diamond Powwow. We're gonna have some awesome speakers, Natasha Reed and Tiffany the Budgetista. Those gonna be our phenomenal women speakers. We're gonna have Ms. Robin Ransom. She's gonna have two special entrepreneurs pulled out out of the seat to do business makeover, a hot spot, and we're mm-hmm. gonna have a couple of other. Features. I mean, excuse me. A couple other events going on to help our entrepreneurs to that night take their business to another level. Not the next day. That night. So we also have our Real Sisters Library book coming out, and we are doing anthology stuff. So we are looking for co-authors to contribute and to get information on the event. You go to realsistersrising.com, click on the event tab. And for our book, com, and click on our book for all the information for the book project. And um, to contact me, again, the website is www.realsistersrising.com. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+. And the newest one, Tenderous. Um, email is info at realsistersrising.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. If anybody have any questions after the show, um, you can contact Minister London or you can find me online, and I will be glad to answer any questions. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Um, to have um, had this show. I mean, you know, it was just, it was a very refreshing show. I want to thank you. I just, it, you know, most, you know, the uh, the previous shows were good too, but this was like a laughter kind of girlfriend kind of, you know. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm glad we get to close out the month together. Yes, absolutely. And so I want to encourage you once again, if you're a a woman entrepreneur, if you're thinking about becoming one, I want to encourage you to go to um, realsistersrising.com, and I want you to connect with her. Um, uh, It's going to be real important that you do that because sometimes you're out there all by yourself, and you might be a woman that's um, coming up with an idea because you're trying to feed your family and you're praying for God to give you uh, an idea. The scriptures say he'll give us witty inventions and ideas and that he'll give us um, the power to create wealth. And you might be sitting around trying to come up with a business idea or something that you can do to to bring revenues in. You know, maybe you need to connect with the the networking organization so you can start going and, you know, start bouncing ideas off and be be on those monthly calls and 
hear what's being taught and, you know, get um, uh, energized and revitalized and just get full of information so that you can do it. One of the things, one of the scriptures, scripture, one thing, one thing that's said in the scripture in Hosea, it says, for my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And it goes on to say, because you reject knowledge. And so now, you you know, it's time to stop rejecting knowledge and it's time to get knowledge because we don't want to be destroyed. We want to be empowered to rise again, to to keep rising and keep rising and keep rising until we reach our fullest potential. So get connected in a networking organization that's provided. She said there are how-to things that you get in the email. That's knowledge. And so I want to encourage you to connect with with somebody who doesn't mind sharing the knowledge with you because it's the knowledge that's going to empower you to act, empower you to move forward, empower you to step out and do it. And it's the knowledge where you'll be able to sustain your business once you get started. Because even when you get started, your knowledge, you have to keep learning, keep growing, keep yeah. increasing your knowledge base. you got to keep going with that. So, hey, if you feel like, well, I'm not smart enough, I don't know enough, well, okay, get connected with the network. And you'll feel a little differently when you start embracing that information and embracing the knowledge that she's going to teach you. Then guess what? All of that will change. Your thoughts will change. You will have different thoughts about yourself. You have different thoughts about your abilities, different thoughts about what you're capable of doing. And you'll go from I'm not smart enough until saying just what we just said, that you are gifted for greatness. Your calm, your language will change about yourself. And when that changes, you will change. And when you change, things around you change. And you start doing things that are different from what you are used to doing. So once again, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Those of you who are listening by phone, again, if you know someone who missed it in just a few minutes, uh, the, the, the replay will be available. You can go to the blog talk uh, page and find the show on um uh, on the on-demand uh, part of the page. And, uh, of course, uh, Shashina, we're going to email you or give you the link where you can download it and you are welcome to share it with your network so they can hear the interview. Um, um, and so I'm excited. So we must do, you know, look, we must do another show real soon together, you know, and uh, get the ladies excited about being oh, entrepreneurs. Wow. Absolutely. So I'll call you or you call me. It doesn't matter which way it goes. And uh, and I'll make arrangements for that. So thank you once again. We're going to close out in prayer. And before we do that, do you have any final comments? I just want to say again, thank you, you know, everyone for listening. Thank you, Minister Linda, for having You're me. Welcome. You're and welcome. Happy Women History Month. <laughs> Amen. We all know every day is Women's Day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, that's exactly right. Every day, I'm going to have to go put that on Facebook. Every day is Women's <laughs> Day. Right. The, 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 history, the Women's History Month might, might be over, but every day is Women's Day. Let's not forget that. You know, so I'll make sure I post that. It's probably going to get a lot of hits. <laughs> so we're going to close out with prayer. Everyone have a great evening. Have a great weekend. Uh, <clears throat> um, be sure to be safe this weekend. God bless you. So let's pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for uh, this interview and this conversation, this friendliness, Father God, um, tonight on this show. And I thank you for everyone that's listening by phone, that's in the chat room, Lord God. I pray that you would crown them with understanding about the greatness that they have been purposed and created to do. Father, I just bless your name. I honor you. I'm so humbled by uh, Shashina's presence and uh, uh, on the show tonight, the wisdom that she shared. Continue to bless her. Father, as they celebrate nine years, I pray that they will have many, many, many more years to come um, in her business, that they will be celebrating not only nine years, but their 15 year, their 20 year, their 25th year, even on and on. Bless her children, her husband, Lord God, and all of the women on the network and those that are listening tonight and on the replay in the name of Jesus we pray amen amen Amen. God bless you everybody amen.